My name is Alyssa Robinson, and thank you for listening to the Treach Podcast. Today is our last audio devotion of Lent, and I just want to say thank you to all of the congregation and staff members who stepped up to share their stories. You helped bring meaning to fasting for so many people. Thank you. Starting tomorrow, you'll hear daily messages from the pastors to prepare your hearts and minds for Maundy Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter. For information around Holy Week worship, please visit tmumc.org Easter. Today, my guest is our worship coordinator, Amy Parsons. She has been feeling empty and hopes that her fast will help her step into the full life God has promised. Amy will now lead us in scripture and prayer. Psalm 145, 13b through 18. The Lord is trustworthy in all that he says, faithful in all that he does. The Lord supports all who fall down, straightens up all who are bent low. All eyes look to you, hoping, and you give them their food right on time, opening your hand and satisfying the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, faithful in all his deeds. The Lord is close to everyone who calls out to him, to all who call out to him sincerely. Now will you pray with me? O Lord, you've promised us in your word that all who trust in Jesus and call upon his name will know your salvation. Help me never to forget your faithful love for me. And help me grow more and more each day into the likeness of your son. Amen. Amy, you've told me you aren't really sure what you're fasting from. I don't know if that has changed. Well, yeah. It has after a lot of thought and prayer and and everything. So several years ago, I decided I was going to try to start my day with a scripture before I turned on Facebook, social media, television, anything like that, that I was going to read a scripture and pray. And it has become clear to me that I'm doing that. And being a rules follower that I am, I do that. I check my box and I move on. And I opened, I was opening Bible Gateway and whatever the scripture of the day was, that's what I read. Occasionally, I would open it in the chapter so I had some context, but sometimes it was, okay, I read my scripture. I was like, a lot of times, I'm, I'm ashamed to say, I was reading it so that I could turn on the television, so that I could get on social media or something, because I was like, I made a promise and I'm going to do this. It was very mechanical. So when we were asked to fast, I will admit that I get my dander up, as my mom would probably say, when someone tells me specifically what I should do in my relationship with God, that I get defensive. And, you know, well, this is between me and God, and I this, and don't tell me I should do this. And I realized that, A, first of all, we're given people in our life, mentors, teachers, uh, Sunday school teachers, and pastors, And when somebody says, hey, I'd like you to try this, if we automatically get defensive of it, we're really not, I'm I'm praying, you know, God put people in my life to help me grow, but I'm not going to listen to them because I know in my head what I should be doing. So I kind of realized, all right, I need to sort of embrace this and and really pray about this and think about this. Um, And so what I've landed on is 
I noticed that my morning routine was becoming read my scripture, then get on Facebook, then watch some television as I'm getting ready and all of that, and then go into work. Um, some of my guilty pleasure shows, we don't have regular cable, so I watch it the day after it comes on. And so Tuesday morning, I'm going to put on this show and, you know, da 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 And so I decided to fast from all of that stuff during my morning routine. And so I have said, okay, I'm not going to have Facebook as I'm getting ready in the morning. I'm not going to turn the television on to watch, you know, something while I'm getting ready and all of that, that I'm going to spend my coffee time while I'm eating breakfast, even if I'm starting a load of laundry or whatever, that time in the morning as I'm getting ready for my day and focus on God. Different ways. I'm still kind of exploring the different ways that I could do that. Um, I've listened to the podcast several times to hear what other people are doing and get their perspective. Because again, if I pray God put people in my life to help me grow, it can be somebody that you're listening to on a podcast. It can be a kid. It can be, you know, all that kind of stuff. So um, I've listened to music. Um, I spent 20 years in a Christian dance studio. So I know an awful lot of songs that have moved me in the past. And so I've kind of put those on um, and then part of it in prayer. And I'm want to have part of that be scripture, not just checking the box scripture, but you know, let's really dig into, I've liked that the podcast have a scripture, but I have to make sure I don't go, Oh, I got my scripture for the day and check my box. And Oh, I said a prayer with listening to the podcast and check my box that I'm really kind of trying to dig into it a little bit more. Does well, that make sense? and to step away from checking a box, one of mm-hmm. the things that you said to me is that you've been feeling empty and not just because of mm-hmm. the past years, but really it's been building over the past four years mm-hmm. and you don't know how to get out of it. My guess is that checking a, a box isn't mm-hmm. going to help fill you. No. Help. It eases my, my little rule following brain mm-hmm. is basically what it does is, okay, I followed the rules and you know, I, I don't even like that phrase, rules are made to be broken or sometimes you do the wrong thing for the right reason because I'm a rules follower. And whether it be my Enneagram number or just my personality, um, you know, that I'm checking boxes and I'm trying to get more into the fact that it's not about box checking. If you're following the rule, but you're not getting anything from it, you're not really, you're not growing for sure. Mm-hmm. So. So can you tell me a little bit more and give me a little bit more information around that emptiness that you've been feeling lately and, and where that came from? I will say that 2020, as hard as it was, was probably easier on somebody like me because as much as people don't believe this, because I have had to be outgoing in all of my jobs and I'm a theater gal and things like that, I have a really introverted personal side. I like my personal time. I like my me time when, you know, my family's out of the house. I love my family, but I'm like, woohoo, I'm by myself. And so I have not had as hard a time as some of my friends who are severe, big people, people, and are really hungry for that. Mine has been more of my mind knows I should be digging deeper But again, I don't want to do something because of guilt or manipulation that I need to be doing this. Like I have, if I have a relationship with my daughter, we talk on the phone, we text, we snap because she's almost 21 and that's what she does. You know, 
um, or, or my younger daughter. We find time to talk. Even if nothing comes out of it, our relationship grows. And that that's what I'm missing with God is the growth in the relationship because I was talking to him because I was supposed to, or I was reading about him because I was supposed to, not because I had a genuine interest. And so I'm hoping through this fast, and, and I'm going to own, it's been hard. And, and there have been a couple of times when I was like, oh, I really want to find out what happened last night on fill in the episode here. But instead, I turned on the podcast or instead, uh, you know, I listened to a song or I've had times where I literally just sat down and and tried to, I guess you would use the word meditate. I know some people think of the word meditate with, you know, incense and music and, you know, whatever. Clear your but, mind. Right, right, right. <laughs> but for me, it was just sitting there and pondering, you know, um, one of the things that I've always had in my head um, one of our pastors years ago, Jim Osier, it's been a long time since he was here. So that should show you how long I've held on to this. I remember when he preached and he said, the, the opposite of faith is not doubt. The opposite of faith is disbelief. And that gave me a lot of peace because I think we all have doubts and we all ask questions and I am an Enneagram six. And so I always ask, what if? What if I'm wrong on this? What if I'm supposed to be doing this? What if the people who said we should be doing this are right? What if I should be? And all of that what if really stresses me out. And so it can produce doubt. You know, if I I believe this is what God's asking me to do. I believe that this is what the scripture means to me. Or I believe this. There's that voice in me going, well, what if you're wrong? What if you're wrong? And so that's something that I've really been exploring is it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to have that doubt. That doesn't mean I don't believe. It means God's not done with me yet and I'm still working on it, I guess. Psalm 145, 13b to 18. The Lord is trustworthy in all that he says, faithful in all that he does. The Lord supports all who fall down, straightens up all who are bent low, All eyes look to you, hoping, and you give them their food right on time, opening your hand and satisfying the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, faithful in all his deeds. The Lord is close to everyone who calls out to him, to all who call out to him sincerely. And I'd like to close in prayer. O Lord, you've promised us in your word that all who trust in Jesus and call upon his name will know your salvation. Help me never forget your faithful love for me and help me grow more and more each day into the likeness of your son. Amen.